All right, all right, all right. God dang, God dang, God dang it, dang. Michael Gavin here, your mind mechanic, tuning up your heart, your mind, one at a time, so your ideas do not die in your heart, your head, or your hard drive. So I am here to bring you your daily jump start. And uh, today we're going to talk about need answers before moving forward. This is not always helpful, and here is why. Um, I have found in my personal life and those that I've worked with that when I look at my career and I observe others, it has been in their ability to be naive and not always have all the answers that has allowed them to do things that they wouldn't otherwise have done at all or done very differently if they knew how it was supposed to be done. In fact, when I found in the middle part of my career, when I had lots of information, lots of answers, it really slowed my progress. That can be great to think about, oh, what would happen if this happens or that happens? Should I or shouldn't I? Okay, let me relate the pros and cons and all these things that could happen. That can be very beneficial. It can cause you from, you know, potentially having these things that you may deem to be big problems or blowups or things that you could prevent it if you just slowed down a little bit. And so I'm not saying that automatically. That's why I said most and not always. I'm trying to catch myself more and more every single day with the, 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 you know, it's the never say never, not this will never happen, right? Or this always happens or everyone and everybody. But just through my observation, um, you know, I've heard this with people who get diagnosed with, you know, five months to live. There are those who go, no, that's not happening. And do all of them beat it and live forever then? Not necessarily. And do all of them even make it to the five months? Not necessarily. But at least through my observation, they have a far greater chance and far more of them make it beyond the five months and they survive entirely. And yet there's a lady that I've become friends with who had uh, breast cancer, I guess, 30, 32 to 36 years ago and was told she had 30 days to live, get your affairs in order. And, you know, at first it's not an automatic like, yeah, cool, I got this. But very quickly, uh, she did. And she beat it. And one of the things that she said that she's seen many, many times is that when people are told they have three weeks, three months, they go, okay, I'm done. And they give up. And a person's will to live, a person's will to get through something can far surpass one's uh, mindset when you just think, I'm done. Right. And so, so many people, uh, you've looked at the symptoms of your business, of your life. You read all the information, all the ins and outs, and all these different things. And then you set up in your mind, I probably can't do that. Ah, uh, you know, and, and what I love to do is collapse time for people. I've seen too many people who they did something in the 90s, and then you're learning from them. You're in your 20s, and they're in their 50s or whatever their age is. And they're like, well, this is how it needs to be done. And they haven't re updated to the 21st century. And so they're telling you, well, you got to do this and that. It'd probably take you about 15 years. And my thing is, is things do not have to be done the way they've always been done. Therefore, you do not have to get the results of everyone else prior to you. But the more information you have, the more it can cloud your judgment and can make you even just your own life. When you've tried things and you've done things, there are things that you did when you didn't know what to do and you got an outcome and then that outcome wasn't good. And so you attached yourself 
moving forward to no matter what you learn or no matter what you know or no matter what you do, that you already did this and you already know the outcome. But the likelihood is if you have enough awareness is to know that when you made X decision a week ago, a month ago, or a year ago, the only likelihood you're going to get an identical decision or outcome, I should say again, is if you absolutely learned nothing, have no awareness, and take the exact same actions in the exact same way and do the exact same thing. Because a lot of times you have learned, you have grown, and you can ultimately do something different and get a different outcome. But sometimes what I find is, is when I've been naive and don't look for all the answers and the need to know everything before I act, that I can act faster and, and, and readjust quicker than if I'm just consuming, just layering on the information and all the probabilities and all the ways it could go down. Go down. And then what happens is in the middle part of my career, it slowed me down. And so now, yeah, I can't unlearn and unsee things. And that's the thing. If you go look something up and you start thinking that's what's going to happen, if you happen to read an article when you've got this great idea and you go Google it, and the first article you read is how that's a stupid idea and you shouldn't do it, now all of a sudden you automatically think, yeah, maybe I shouldn't do it. And your whole demeanor changes, right? Your energy, your, your vibe, all of it changes. And so what I have found is, is that, again, a lot of times people are projecting their limits on you. No different than somebody who's trying to do something positive. How many have ever heard this phrase? You go to ask somebody to do something that you don't know how to do, and somebody that knows how to do it really well goes, it's real easy. You know, for years, that boiled my blood. Because I had no awareness around it. And I just like, it boiled my blood. It triggered me. I'm like, if it were really easy, I know how to do it, right? And so there's that aspect that sometimes that people that know how to do things, um, they don't know how to teach things. And so they assume that because it's easy for them, why doesn't everybody do it? I, I've, I've seen people talk about that with saving money. There's people who are just, they were great at saving money. It didn't pay a lot of attention to other people. And then when you don't have any money or have tons of debt, they're like, well, it's really easy. And th this, this is one of those examples. So person, which is true. Some things we're looking for complicated answers, or it's got to be di more difficult than that, or the shame we feel because something may be really simple, but based on our upbringing, based on our beliefs, based on a whole slew of things, this really simple thing we didn't do, and therefore ended up with the consequence of it. So something for me is somebody who's really great with money. Now, I've become an enormously better with money since I was 30. I'm 35 right now. But initially, from you know 18 to 30, I was not good with money. And during that same period of time with people who earned way less than me, when they turned 30, they may have had a few hundred thousand dollars saved. And then when I turned 30, I was choosing, do I go bankrupt or... Uh, you know, not pay my credit cards, I had like $150,000 in debt, yet I had generated a few million dollars in revenue. So you can imagine when I got around some people who didn't do as well as me financially, and they're like, what the heck? And then there's just this automatic because their brain says, oh my gosh, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe oh, no, no, no. it's really easy. And then they say something like, all you have to do is spend less than you make. Touche, my friend. <laughs> You're not wrong there. You're not wrong. And, uh, but you know, what's interesting is that as I look through life, I'm going back to that 18 year old me on certain levels and this having an inspired thought and leading it to an instant 
action rather than I need to research it and find out all these answers and all these possibilities and should I do it? What will go wrong? What could go wrong? Um, because a lot of times what we're imagining of what could happen, um, somebody taught me once, they said, you know, we don't spend in our meetings or in our conversations that much time speaking about what could be. If and when it happens, we will deal with it. And it sped up the process of acting on things, learning from those things, and then being able to make shifts. But too many times we're worried about that, that which has, is not happening and may never happen. And that prevents us from doing something that could be a great opportunity um, and a great experience because you're worried about what might be. The funny thing is there's so many people now, granted, I think, you know, of, of adult age, there's a lot of logic, you know, that you, you're not going to jump off a cliff or, or, you know, do certain things. Um, but there's a lot of things, a lot, a lot of things, especially in business where, um, you know, you're not necessarily like it's not life or death always right it's not life or death and i think that at times there's an aspect where we're making every decision we're going to make life or death it's going to be the end of the world this isn't going to work what's going to happen what are they going to think what are they going to say and what i've found is my degree to show up on here and 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 be goofy and be like hey everybody and you know how you all do today and like hey you know I don't know. Did that help anybody? Not necessarily. Uh, but just simply the act of doing it would be something years ago I would have never done. Like there was this other quirky, weird, you know, non-serious side of me. And I just never showed that side. I did on here and I'm always speaking and very like, yes, you know, and I don't have all the answers. I wouldn't say that before. Like there's all these things that um, but by my ability to stop judging others, I'm less worried about being judged. And so that's allowed me to just let everybody be who they are and not like not passing my judgment. And a lot of it was subconscious. I wasn't aware of it. But then what I became aware of is how much that affected me, how much worrying what others thought, worrying what others would say, worrying what others would comment, you know, worrying what they would think. Right. And then that's because what I came to an awareness about is that I didn't think I was that judgmental, but then I'm going around. And, and pointing fingers and look at that and why I can't believe they're doing that. And then so what happens is, you know, especially if you're promoting your business and you're doing things, you're putting yourself out there and you're seeing people do things that honestly could be great strategies, but through the lens and through which someone's using it, it looks very conniving, manipulative, negative, um, but that's the thing, vehicles. If you feel like, oh, Facebook ads, I, all these scammers use Facebook ads, right? It's no different than thinking money's the root of all evil and money doesn't grow on trees. If you think that rich people are a-holes, then there's a reason why you probably don't have much money. Like the probability that you look and say things like that and simultaneously have a lot of money, is probably low because you'd become that. If that's your view, if your singular view, if you don't have a duality view, if you have a single view that rich people are a-holes, if you have, you know, scammers use Facebook ads, you know, if you look at these certain things and you make these judgments because you by and large see certain things, then those certain things that are great vehicles, ads, you know, webinars for certain businesses, networking, having lots of money, these things, if 
in and of themselves, they're neutral rather than being a negative for you, then you're likely to use them and treat them very differently. Um, and so it's something that I found to be powerful to recognize there's always two sides to a coin. Anything that I say that I'm like, well, this is a way that I've done things. It's never the way. I always want to make sure that people know that intent for me. I'm never saying I have the way, the right way, or the only way. Because what I found is we're always looking for resonance. See, an old me and a lot of people that I've been mentored from, not always, I think when we lack awareness, we are projecting our limitations onto other people. We're projecting our way and expecting that it can be everyone's way. That's why there's so much cookie cutter, one size fits all things out there. And there are people who get great results and there are people who don't. But we could just blame the people for not actually using it properly or this or that. But if we really think about it and get deep, it's because we're all very different in a lot of ways. And there's no way that one thing, just like clothes, typically glasses, right? Like ring on my finger, like there'll be people this can fit perfectly, just like it fits me perfectly. But it won't fit everybody. No different than if I put it on this finger, right? I guess it falls off already, right? And so that my five fingers are like humans, right? So if I tried to sell a ring and said, this ring fits and works for everyone, it would be a lie. So to the degree that courses, books, programs, college, you know, uh, certain foods, drinks, money, ads, marketing, you know, all these different things that you have a preconceived notion. If you start questioning everything and going, is there an opposite to this? Religion, politics, <laughs> vaccines, whatever. Could there be another truth? Could two things, three things, five things be true at the exact same time? Now, for some of you, there is no way that's possible. Certain things, maybe other things, never. How's that working for you? If it's working, awesome. If you feel you go through life, and life's kind of hard and difficult all the time, start questioning that. Could it just be as a possibility that there are more than one truth to any given thing and there's not just one? Some of you, that's going to rattle your world. And some of you, it might be like, you know, a, a big shift and others are like, heck yeah. And for me, I sit with that. That ability to look at just about everything and see two sides of the coin. Somebody's being really mean and hateful to you, probably a reason why. And it's not just because they're a mean, horrible human being. Now, my default at times still is like, oh, it can be some blood boil for a minute. Why would somebody do that? Why would they throw trash out their window? Why this? Why that? And then I can slow down and go, probability's high. Somewhere along the line that they haven't broken a cycle, they were taught that. They just haven't broken that cycle. Hurt people hurt. So this idea that you need answers for everything, sometimes I go on different topics in here, but the idea that you need answers for everything, realize that there are lots of answers to things. And so you find an answer and think it's your answer, and it gives you proof that you it's not going to work, or you get 
distraught, realize there's somebody else who found a different answer and they're moving on that same thing and they're going to get an incredible result. And you could have too. And so sometimes you don't need all the answers to move forward because even as you have a perfect plan, when you put the plan in place, the plan doesn't work. Have you ever had that happen? So if you have a lot of proof, all these P's, you've done it before and it hasn't worked. Maybe give a different plan a try. Maybe that plan's not needing to have all the answers, having a little courage to go out and do something, try something you haven't tried before without needing to you know, do 12 and a half months of research before you take one action, or maybe you never take that action at all. Because there's a ton you can learn from taking the action right now, today. Be safe, be awesome, keep rocking, keep rolling. This is your Daily Jumpstart. Michael Gavin here, your mind mechanic, tuning up your heart, your mind, one at a time so your ideas do not die in your heart, your head, or your hard drive. Appreciate you so much. Have an incredible rest of your day, whether you're listening to this in the morning, the evening, or the afternoon. I appreciate you. I appreciate your attention. If you're catching this later and you're on right now, um, leave me a comment. I plan to do a topic and a discussion here on ADD, ADHD. Um, I'm getting feedback from people as to whether or not you know that's something that they feel it's hurt them, helped them, um, or both in their career. And so you can send me a private message, go to my Facebook, leave a comment, or leave a comment on this video. And if there's a topic you'd like me to cover on your daily jumpstart, leave me a message or leave a comment somewhere, and I'd love to hear from you. So keep rocking. We'll talk soon. Take care. Bye-bye.